Before the bloodbath begins, slither your way over to the host's socials. For the podcast, slash over to Twitter at the BHO underscore podcast. Instagram, the Baron's Hideout Podcast. Then stab over to Dean's Instagram at Dean of the Dead Hot Sauce. Listen to the show on your favorite apps and Patreon. Enjoy the sleigh and try to stay alive. For the next period of time, strap in as the hosts rip and tear at the unsuspecting guests, and which to learn their dark secrets and methods of the genre. In this bloodbath, no one gets out alive. This is within the barrens. Amazing job, everybody. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. Thank you for coming out. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, where's Beth? Yeah. That's good. Oh, yeah, let's get it going. There we go. How did you all enjoy the movie? Someone else take it. Someone take it. Oh. It's a little, it's a little, you know, it's a weird movie. Thank you guys for staying through. It's slow cinema. It's a slower film. It's an odder film, I don't know, but yes, it, it's it's great. And um, before we, we open up everything, I really want to say thank you to everybody, and thank you to Salem, and thank you to Cinema Salem for us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Nick, crew, everybody, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Uh, yeah. This is something that I've been wanting to do for a very long time, is to start hosting, you know, live movie premieres and stuff like that with local... Um, uh, filmmakers and anybody around here, so it's a dream come true on my end. So thank you guys so much for being here. Seriously, thank you, thank you. I'm posting a story right now. Just continue talking. This will be awesome to see later. All right, awesome. Um, so as everybody knows, what we're going to be doing right now is just a Q and A. We do have a mic over there that will be open. I have a few questions I'm going to ask, and um, this will be coming out as a actual episode on my uh, podcast, The Baron's Hideout Podcast, will be coming out next week. Um, so I'm going to go through, we're going to talk to everybody in the uh, in the film, and then once we're all set, and everybody wants to ask any questions, it'll be open to everybody there. So first off, I want to say, we are live in Salem. In Cinema Salem. <laughs> 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 we are joined by the cast and crew of Sweet Relief, and uh, it's all thanks to Nick Verdi. So, Nick, yeah. how are you doing after seeing this as the second uh, showing of this, correct? You got it. You got so, it. compared to the last one and this one, how are you feeling that the, uh, the overall feel of the film is going with the crowd? Oh, it's, um, I have no idea. It's very, very nerve-wracking. I mean, um, Everyone laughs more than I expect in a good way. <laughs> Today, everyone laughed a lot for the first like half an hour, and yes. everyone was pretty silent for the rest of it, which made me think, they're not laughing anymore. Now it's like, why are we at this bar for so long? What are we doing? What is this? But no, I mean, we had our, our, our local premiere at Amherst Cinema, which is a movie theater I worked at in Western Mass. I worked there for like seven years, so that was very... Um, that was very interesting. And we had a lot of friends, local friends come out for that. So that was more, you know, people responding. I feel like that had to do a lot more being like, you know, a lot of people we knew were there. So this is more, you know, a lot more people that we don't know. So I don't, you know, it's one of the, it's a little more nerve wracking for sure. Um, There's a little bit more drunk there. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Yes, exactly. I was, yes, I only had two beers right now, but I was, I kept burping during the first Q&A. I thought I was going to throw up. I, I didn't notice that at all. Okay. For, for the record. Okay. But anyway, no, I mean, this was fan. I think um, I still can't get a read on, um, I don't know. You never know when you're in a theater. You know, when, when people laugh, that's good. When people yeah. are silent, you don't know if it's good or bad. That um, is, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think? How do you guys feel? I hated it. <laughs> Worst night of my life. It gets better every time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I feel like the replay value is pretty. That's like my ninth time watching it. What? Jesus. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've seen like multiple cuts, you know, like, like rough cuts. Yeah. Was, I guess that makes sense. No, I, I feel, you know, like, like this is mixed. I mean, we all obviously work hard on it, but this is mixed baby. So I'm distant enough from it. I'm like, like far enough removed to, you know, be somewhat objective, I think. And uh, I'm surprised at the replay value. Like, it's, it's pretty good. And yeah. I do agree. This is my second time watching it. As I told you before, you showed me the rough cut before the the music was tweaked. It or... sounds so different. For no, that's really wildly wild. close. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I I did spot a few differences, and I was like, oh okay, that adds a little bit more emotion to the scene, or it's making the scene see the scene seem very crazy <laughs> and whatnot. And um, I think since I'm such a huge fan of indie horror. And the amount of indie horror that has been coming out over the past, I want to say, five years, it just keeps getting better and better and better. And I have to give a huge shout out to Salem Horror Fest. Um, I know Kay Lashit is here. And Woo! Woo! As well. and, uh, for her to see this as well, who is, you know, also a lover of indie horror and is always uh, there to champion it. I'm happy that we have a good crowd here for people who enjoy this type of cinema. And for those who are just getting into it right now, I have family members in the crowd right now that would definitely not watch this on a regular basis. <laughs> um, so thank you for coming. Thank you all so much. And before we get into other questions, let's run through the whole cast, let everybody introduce who they are and what they play so that everybody here listening to it and in the audience knows who you are. Oh, hi. Um, I am Adam. I'm billed as Adam Michael Kozak. I play... Nathan. Hi, I am uh, B.R. Yeager, and I play Gerald. Elisa Lee, I play Jess. I'm Jocelyn Lopez, I play Lily, one of the three Evelyn kids. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and I kind of wanted to talk about that a little bit um, with you, Jocelyn, is being the one that essentially initiates all this and going in that huge, crazy scene in the beginning. What was it like having to slit someone's throat? <laughs> it was really interesting. Um, <laughs> it was especially funny because I just met her that morning. Oh, nice. That's yeah. great, Nick. That's yeah. great. And it was filmed at her home, too. So, you know, oh. I was like, hi, nice to meet you. Yeah, now we're going to ruin your floors. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was really interesting, but it was really fun to see how everything kind of just clicked right away. Everyone kind of clicked right away. And, the chemistry was there, so it kind of worked out really well. Awesome, awesome. I love that scene, and it really, you know, sets the tone of what you're going to be experiencing throughout this whole film. Yeah, it is a slow burn. There's a little bit of slow parts in there, but I appreciate slow burns, especially if they're done right. So, good job on everybody. Yes. Um, so I want to move it to the, I want to say, final girl of the <laughs> yes, film. No, Precisely. Finally the final girl. Um, what was it like having to take down the whole crew? Like, <laughs> you go through this whole film, 
you're just watching this one guy, and you're like, okay, whatever. And then you get knocked out. You're in a, a bag, getting dragged know. around, and then you have to take out everybody. How was that? Um, <laughs> it was mostly nerve-wracking because <laughs> we didn't have permission to be there. Um, oh, that's the best. In that spot, we just kind of we kind of snuck. Well, it was Nick's old. College, so Hampshire College. Yeah. Shout out. <laughs> but we just we were like, who will care? Who will care? We'll go far out on the campus. But um, I really, it's funny actually. The me beating up Ben part was a lot longer. We yeah. Nick cut that way down. So um, that yeah, exactly. That's it was like, like fifty seconds. Yeah. <laughs> it went on. It was rough. <laughs> oh, I really. Like go, um, but and then I was really screaming, and you don't really get the full effect, I think, in the in the movie. But um, so then the campus cops showed up, and oh, no. um, like, what the fuck is going on? And that was before we shot the me killing the girls scene. So I was already like all amped up, you know, trying to be like hysterical, and then I was all, yeah, we knew we had to get it. Like and oh, also more nerve wracking was the blood effects we could only do one time oh, so no. i had to get it we had to get it in one shot although hannah luckily she had a black shirt on because i ended up stabbing her a few times like we had to yeah reshoot that a couple of times we probably did it yeah five or six times <laughs> oh and one time the knife broke it was just like kind of a mess classic indie yeah um but it was really fun i I mean, overall, it was just all so fun. I mean, I loved all all the girls I killed, so, um, and everyone there. I mean, I loved them all. So even though it was really kind of stressful and late at night, um, and we just shoot the bar scene the next morning. Oh. Um, but despite all that, yeah, stressful but really fun. I mean, that's gonna be. Um, I will say that if anybody wants a new drinking game, this is definitely for you for the amount of fucks that are in this Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Especially yeah. in the bar scene. I was thinking about that this time watching it. So this anybody who wants guy. to. This fucking guy. This more, fucking guy. More, I, I counted as more than 20. It's definitely more than 20. All right, so you definitely get in, in the bar scene. Yeah, you definitely get fucked. So let's, let's move on over to Ben. Being the character that you are, because you are very... All over the place. <laughs> you 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 want to act like you're big, mighty. You know what the fuck you're doing, and then it all goes down. So filming all of that and having to take out who you thought you were taking out, and then realizing they're coming back to kill you. What was it like for you? Oh goodness. <laughs> um. Well, it was kind of. My goodness. It's hard to say, you know, it, well, it's like one of those weird things of like you're shooting out of order. So you're trying to um, kind of conjure up whatever, you know, the emotion is of what comes last. I mean, we, uh, Nick and I workshopped so much uh, to prep and everything just to try to figure out, sort of get inside this character and figure out uh, how he moves, how he acts, how he's going to be like grunting and like hitting people and things like that. Sure. Um, so, I, I mean, to talk about that night and everything so with that was a, the only take that we did of the fight between us same actually between it was the only take that we took of me clubbing you and putting you in the bag and then it was only one take of you having your event um 
And it was it was interesting. Again, we shot the we shot it out of order. So the night that um, you come and attack me was the night before I came into right. the house and clubbed you. Right. So I didn't necessarily know like we have we didn't really like practice any like stage fighting or stage combat. <laughs> so Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Elisa just kind of pretty much like came at me yeah. and I just like tried to push off <laughs> and like it was hard to do because she's a lot stronger than I am. Oh, um, but anyway, it, yeah, no, it was just like interesting. I'm not sure if I'm answering your question. No, I, I, I love I love the stories. I love the stories. Me and Ben workshopped a lot. We had a lot of footage of workshopping, you know, and uh, do you have any footage of YouTube fighting? And I want that. Yeah. <laughs> One day. One day. I, we have to do a like, co-lead thing, but you were saying that like you're worried that we kill each other. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. There needs to be a director. Before, you know, it's hard to be the director and the actor with other people, especially. Mm -hmm. But no, we yeah, let's do it. We got to do it one day, for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, moving on to Adam. I hate to say this. But you are the one character I wanted to die. <laughs> no, I don't know why. No, no, no. Thank you. It's like, like, so, so before we shot, um, Nick was like, "Your character is very, uh, very, you know, like you know, the only logical, rational character in like you know the entire film, and uh, is the only likable character. So it's very, very intelligent. And like while we were, like actually while we were rehearsing a little bit, I was like, my character's not." You can't, you, you can't think that though. I yeah, that, that's true. That's true. And if you're playing a part, you have to you have to you have to you can't think I'm playing a fucking idiot because then you're gonna play yeah. a fucking idiot. You have to fucking go in there and say I'm right. Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna like a tiny bonehead. Yes, you know? we're talking about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like I'm like, you know, terrible to Elisa. Which I wish you know we we shot so but much like stuff. Not like kind of vague, you know, right? Like, we, we 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 had some stuff that showed the relationship relationship being a little bit less like one note to a degree, you know. Okay. Which I wish okay. we had more of that in there. It's just hard. This movie is like you know, like you said, it's like five fucking movies happening at the same time. So it's hard to dig in to anybody's character so deeply. And I wish we could have a movie more just about those characters to yeah. get past just what we see. There, there, yeah, there's a lot of footage. Uh, <laughs> yes, like probably like half of it was used. So. Oh, nice. Uh, Awesome. Yeah. Well, I, I agree. I, I agree with you. Yeah. Adam did die in the original script. Oh, yeah, yeah. Really? In the original outline, they are both home when Gerald breaks in. Oh, you see, that's what I thought was going to happen when we watching. I thought you were going to stumble in. Yes, that's the idea. When he, when he was coming to show up. We also, like, in the pre-preliminary stages, almost like we were kind of like workshopping ideas and we were talking about like ripping off that classic like Silence of the Lambs. Yes. Um, it, that thing that's like taught in film school, like every yes. film school where, uh, you know, like the This end, direction. Yeah, 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 exactly. Where um, you think that Clarice Starling is like gonna go to, um, I, I'm actually, pretty, I'm fucking the whole thing up. No, no, well, well, you think she's at the door, you know, you think she's at the one door, blah, blah, blah. You think that, yeah, yeah you think the, blah, blah, the misdirection, where we're going to do that kind of thing. Oh, where, no, you, no, you think that the, um, like the SWAT team. Yes. Is, is gonna, yeah. It's going to save, yeah, you know, the, yeah, different locations. Yeah. And then, but so we're going to have this kind of thing where it's like, we were going to show, you know, Adam drinking alone. We were going to show Adam driving, intercutting, like him driving, and then everything happening at the house, like he was going to show up during this. And suddenly knocking the door, he's at Mystery Daniel's house. That was oh. the idea. And we played into that misdirection a little bit less once we realized, really, it was, we were like, that is really tropey. 
Yeah. You know, and we're like, we don't, we don't need to do that. Also, I think it became, we didn't have enough time to even film a shot of you driving in the car, yeah. which really had a lot to do with that decision. And finally, like, maybe we don't need it actually. You know. Yeah. Six days. Uh, yeah, we yeah, shot yeah, it six days, <laughs> five and a half days, really, in a row. Four thousand dollar budget. None of these lovely people got paid. Ben gave me a little money, honestly. When we sell it, we'll make millions together. Yeah. That's the idea. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> and uh, that actually leads into another question I want to ask you, Nick, is working on a low budget, because you did the same thing with Caucasoid. Is there more of a budget in this one than there was with Caucasoid? Or they both pretty much run like no money? They, no, the same. There's probably like, what, a thousand more? I mean, Caucasoid was. 3,000 technically, oh, wow. this was 4,000 technically. I mean, I don't know how much, that's a rough, the budget is whatever money I had saved by the time we started shooting, you know what I mean? Um, all the um, the equipment was, you know, Joey, my good friend, Joey Ogden, the cinematographer, it was all of his equipment. He, we paid $600 for the light rentals. We got some, he knows some people in Philadelphia where he, where he lives um, that gave him half off these light rentals. So it would have been 1200 bucks, 600 bucks just for these few okay. LED tube lights that we used throughout the movie. Jack is the sound guy who just brought all this shit. Um, and there we go. They, they slept on my living room floor side by side. Oh yeah. Um, and that was That's it. Family. So all the money was really to it's feed food. people, yeah. feed people breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day. <laughs> um, me and Ben got some clothes at Walmart. Me and Adam and Lisa got some clothes at Sabres in Springfield. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Jocelyn and I and my partner Izzy, who's the art director, got some clothes at another thrift store in Western Mass. So it was that kind of thing. It was that honestly is the most fun when you get to go shopping with the cast, yeah. you know what I mean? And yeah. kind of so Oh, this looks great. Exactly. Should we fucking do that? Oh my god, we gotta do this, you know. Then let's rip it up. Yeah, exactly. Precisely. And then yeah, yeah, all that kind of stuff. No doubles, you know, no doubles of clothing, so you can't fuck it up, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like no no brands can be seen. No brands. No, no like logos, we were saying, your no. character would have a band t shirt. It's like, listen, I don't wanna fuck around. I know we had to do a lot you had to do cover a lot of <laughs> my background <laughs> oh, for, yeah. for the uh, the the quote unquote uh, like YouTuber segment yeah. that was on there. Because I have a bunch of masks and stuff in the back. You said too, you were like, should I change anything? And I was being an idiot. I kept thinking like, we don't really see that probably. And I'm like, oh, we're shooting a 6K movie. It's like the quality is so high. I'm like, oh, you can see everything. I'm yeah. like, Blumhouse is gonna give a shit if we if they ever not that they would even be aware this movie exists, but fuck. It's one of those things where it's like, I just don't want to be in a position where suddenly it's like, we have to cut that out now. Yeah. Fuck. What do we do? We can't yeah. cut that out. But I was just trying to figure a way to. So it, almost, it made it look more of a. Like a you know a cheesy YouTube channel. I love it. I you love know? it. I, I kind of like it. Yeah, it was great. Um, another question for Nick before I open it up to anybody else who wants to ask questions is: What was it like writing for a bigger cast? Hmm. What was it difficult? The difficulties in that? Well, I have um, I've done that you know before Caucasoid. I did that a lot. I did a lot of writing for uh, bigger casts and stuff. But um, I kind of starting with um. Angel of the Night, which is the short film me and Ben made together. The first movie we did together is when I kind of, by that point, I was having issues with um, just I just hating lines, writing lines, having actors learn lines, having actors read lines. And I was like trying to find, with Angel of the Night, we really dove into, um, I was very inspired by Frownland, by Ronald Bronstein, the only film he's made. He's done, he writes and edits with the Safdie brothers. 
these days, you know, Good Time and Uncut Gems and all those. Okay. But he had this whole thing with um, making Frownlands that I was inspired by, as well as like, you know, movies by Mike Lee, early films by Mike Lee. These guys had a sort of kind of thing where they would, um, they would have, like Mike Lee's early films are credited as, um, oh, what is it? It is, um, oh, I least stole that credit. It's not direct, written and directed by, it is, oh, fuck. Yeah, I forget it's a word. I forget, I forget that word. Um, well, basically, they would, they would, they would, ah, damn it, I wish I remember oh, that word right now. Um, but basically, it's like, well, I did write dialogue, and there was dialogue written, but with the idea, like with Frownland, they would do this kind of thing where they would write the character too much dialogue than he could say in the uh, scene. Okay. So this guy's really anxious, and he's trying to convey himself to this person, and he has five, six pages of things he's trying to say, and this other character's like, spit it out, what do you want, what do you want, get away from me. Yeah. And he's just trying, so it puts the actor in a position where, it's a little bit more like it's less like um an actor improving, like an actor standing there trying to be fucking clever, coming up with some good dialogue, and more like um, trying to get to a place where the, the actor is so aware of the interior and you know, the inner life of their character that they are speaking in character. You know what I mean? Okay. It's not like trying to be clever coming up with stuff. It's like trying to get and I still don't think I gave everybody as much material as I would have liked to fill everyone up. Um, but that was the idea to try to come to this place where it was like um no no one's being a puppet for my words or some shit like okay. that you know what i mean it's like everyone's coming in there and like um really 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 entering the situation um you know 100 percent and being there yeah. in the situation and responding and listening um so that was made you know more than like writing and having people learn lines and my words and everything it was more about how do i get how do i get people comfortable to fucking let go as much as they can um and be a person in front of the camera, which is one of the last things that you can do in front of a camera is be normal or be a, or let go, you know. And I always talk about um, like I like the idea that acting in a movie is like the one time you are uh, inauthentically authentic. You know, where it's like everybody watching it, it's a move. There's a camera on you. Yeah. So you're not. It's not like you're dancing like no one's watching. You're a hundred percent aware that people are watching you. Therefore. You can be totally honest, I don't, which is like almost like um because you can't be honest, you can actually let go. I like right. this idea if that makes sense, you know. Right. Um, but anyway, so I don't know. I don't know how everyone else feels about the direction and stuff, but you know, um, I had a great time. I love. I the only I was just sort of bummed out after Caucasoid or everyone's talking about. It just felt like a because um, it's just me, mostly me acting in that movie, so I feel like there was not a lot of um. There wasn't my like ability as a director directing other people wasn't really there. It was mm -hmm. more my ability to be a freak and go <laughs> alone. You know what I mean? Which was like um I want to kill all white men. Yes, <laughs> yes. And, yeah, if anyone's seen that, I don't know who's seen that. Who's got that out? Actually, can you even check out Fox's No, no one's anywhere? picked it up. No one will ever pick it up. <laughs> Re release it, release it yourself. I know but I should. I don't find them on social media and I'll like help Yeah. If you DM me, I DM everybody the Google Drive link. It's on Google Drive. Yes. So if you want to see it, just hit me up and I'll send it to you. But, um... It's the wave of the future. No one's caught up yet. Yes. <laughs> non ownership. That, that's the future of distribution. If we right can there, make yeah. money and not actually make money. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. There's an inventory in a way. I don't know. But yeah. Yeah, um, yes, sorry, I'm rambling. Oh, that's great. Um, so if anybody in the audience has any questions for any of the cast, we have a microphone set up right over there, and it is uh, open to anybody. Yes. If people have to come to the microphone, this yes, is just you want to start a line over here. If anybody has any questions, you can go ahead and do that as well. Uh, one thing I was impressed by was uh, the use of long pieces. Is that one not on? I don't. I'll put it there. 
technical difficulties, of course, it would not be QA without them. We can, you can come over here. You can also, yeah, do, do you mind that. coming up here? Anyone yeah. wants to come up here? I was really impressed by the use of long takes in the movie, especially during the dialogue scenes. Um, as actors, did you guys have trouble with that, or was that uh, a little easier for you to get, a, get into the vibe of the scene that way? Well, we were shooting on such a short schedule that, like, almost everything in there is, like, I think, the most for, like, especially for the dialogue scenes, might be like third take. That's like the most that we shot. Like, uh, for the bar scene, we kind of we had set up. We thought that we were going to have a lot longer to be there. Um, but then we got word from that the owner's going to be there, like having like a meeting with the board or stuff. So we have to be out there in like the next hour. So it's like, okay, we have to just bang this out. And that ended up being the take that we uh, used for it. Um, so in my experience, it was just like, it was exhilarating. It's just like, it's like putting on a play. It's like you're putting on a production. It's like, let's make this happen. It's just like being out in the world and like figuring it out. and. Problem solving. I love that stuff. Oh yeah. Um, we didn't necessarily know it was only going to be one take when we were shooting, <laughs> but usually it was like we would finish the shot and they'd be like, "That was great. That was great." And we're like, "Okay, <laughs> we trust you." So. Yeah, like the um, the shot of Elisa and I, like on the log in, in front of the the lake. We shot for like eight minutes. It was only eight minutes. I thought, I thought it was like 20 minutes. Wow. It, it got pure down to like two minutes. And um, we just like fucking talked and talked. And we just like talked nonsense in circles about like, like you had some ideas. We kind of like vamped off of that. Um, right. We're kind of going into Jess's voyeurism a little bit more. Yeah. And, and mercifully, Nick. Which is what <laughs> I miss. That's what I miss of you guys. I wish that was in the movie. Hmm. Oh. Yeah, so that stuff that got cut. That's like actually like some of my favorite stuff in the movie is just the two of them talking. It's oh, like and blew my mind. Yeah, I think almost everything you and I did, at least I think that was just one take. Like definitely that like eight minute one. That was just one take. Um, and that that's our apartment too that we shot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, let me think. <laughs> I think like one of the long scenes that we did was when we were talking and then Hannah's coming in the background. That it was so scary because you know we couldn't couldn't look and see yeah. and see how far she was, so you just kind of keep talking. Oh, that's She's kind of scary. That's just like the energy that she brings. Right, like when I met her because I met her the night that I killed her and. Um, <laughs> Lucy is someone, Lucy who plays Hannah, is someone that holds her cards very close to her. Like, yeah. you, some, it's very hard to read Lucy, and she was very in character when she gets there. So, it was kind of scary to yeah. interact with Lucy during the shoot, for sure. Yeah, so, I love her. I love her. Yeah, she's, she was very amazing. Um, but yeah, it was really kind of scary just waiting for her to sneak up on us and cut it off but other than that it's just rambling until <laughs> please stop so. that's what i love about that scene though is is um i think lucy is the one that blanked there's a moment where suddenly yes. we lost the lines for a minute Absolutely. and that's why i was i would always say to everybody don't 
cut. Don't use, just don't stop until I say stop. Because you might not, you might feel like you look stupid, but it's fucking, that was one scene where suddenly Lucy was, for, I don't remember what she was supposed to say. I think there really was just a gap in the lines for a minute. Lucy kind of blanked and it became this insanely tense moment. And then Lucy started improvising right there. Well, how come you said you were going to do this one, blah, blah, blah. And then Katie started improvising, Jocelyn started improvising. And finally, at this one moment, I think what happened was Katie forgot her cue her cue was to say, I'm going to tell someone for Lucy to finally go, if you fucking tell someone, I'm going to kill you, you know? And finally, during this bickering, Katie finally says it, and then Lucy exploded, and we're just like, oh my god, that was it. It was so incredible, but those things just won't happen if you know exactly what you're supposed to do and do it perfectly. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, I love, um, when you're not dealing with, like, professional actors, where it's like their crafts yeah. to do it, they, they have, I have a harder time working with people that have acted more because they want to do it. Yeah, they have their own way of doing it. So they have their own way, so which I, used to it. Yes, and I definitely appreciate that. And with Paul Lazar, who we got, which that was, yes. he's a, you know, a veteran actor of film and stage, and he really gelled with that whole idea of coming out. Like, he made up so <laughs> much good dialogue. Seriously, made up so much. I'm just glad he was so, he was just so, he, was, he just came down for one day to do his two scenes, you know. So it depends on who you're working with, whether people are into that kind of thing, you know. Yeah, I really wanted him to. Uh, you. <laughs> I thought that's what was gonna happen because he kept like holding on to this wood. Yeah. And then right. I was like, he's gonna see this smash his head. He loved the wood. <laughs> all the like, thing, he's like, I love. I wanna hold this yeah, wall yeah, of yeah. wood. Remember? Yeah. It worked because right. it, it kept making me think, when's it gonna happen? When is it gonna happen? And it didn't happen, and I was really upset. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, the the film came out amazing. Uh, so really, congrats to everybody that was a part of this. And if anybody else has any more questions or anything like that, it's uh, it's open to anybody. No pressure. Oh, 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 nice. oh. oh who's gonna make it there? Oh, got a race. You can make a line. It's okay. You can make a line. Oh, that that one's not on. Thanks. Uh, congrats on making the feature. Thank awesome. You. Thank you. Um, wondering, and this question for Nick, I guess, but love to hear anybody else's answers too. Um, did you have either a favorite scene that you were shooting or did you have anything that you weren't really sure if you're going to pull it off or how you're going to do it good question i don't think i can say a favorite but i can definitely say that night doing the whole showdown where at least kills all three girls was so difficult just because um that was like that had to work you know what i mean that had to work it's like you had to believe that um and it was just very stressful it was right in the middle we shot from a, a tuesday to a sunday and that was friday night so i was exhausted by then we were right in the middle we had more to go after that um i was not sure exactly how to shoot the thing until we got there um so yeah, I mean, a lot of, you know, it's, it's, it's strange, a lot a lot of like the long takes things was a choice, but also a necessity in the few takes you could do. So I kind of love the idea. I love, I love that scene for just for that shot that's like stays at that tableau. We talked about how much that tableau notion of like, it's almost like a little stage, the car there, yeah. the body strewn around, everything happens on this stage. Yeah. And then, um, and then, yeah, I'm glad we had to go handheld for that stabbing. And so that's what I like, I like how to me, the way that we had to cut it together so crazy because it was so many takes that I kept thinking it's like Manhunter, you know, in Manhunter yeah. when it's all that crazy cutting happens at the end when, when, uh, you know, what's his name is killing everybody. Francis Dollarhide. Francis Dollarhide is, and it's like, <laughs> you know, 
you know? And then I watched an interview between Robert Rodriguez and Michael Mann, and Robert Rodriguez said, like, so was that just like a creative choice? And he's like, no, the effects weren't working. I had to cut it together funny. And I was like, we're just like man. I was like, holy shit. So I'm very happy. I'm all, I mean, maybe that means it's my, it's obvious to say that the whole climax scene is your favorite scene and the whole violence showdown, but it was very, um, like, that's one scene where when I'm watching the movie, I'm just like, this is a real fucking movie. We were so stressed, too. I was very, I cried after that, I will say. <laughs> Not because I was sad. I was honestly very moved, but um, I was just like, oh, my God, to drive away from that set. You know what I mean? Yeah, we were, like, like, texting each other at, like, four. Yes, yeah, like, we could, none of us could go to sleep. So the bar scene the next day, at uh, oh Ben and Elisa had, like, no sleep that day, you know. Yeah, oh, I, we were, like, so, yeah, so much adrenaline. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. I could not sleep the whole day. But, yeah. Um, we have time for maybe one more question. Oh. Yeah. Oh, right. Hi. Hi, so I think it was a really great movie. Um, I have a question about the poop scene. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes. People think it's, it's not a poop scene, but it looks like it. It's kind of a poop scene. Yes, it is. I was like, should we add? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. He, I, I'm not sure which. Because there's an actual, like, a literal poop scene. And oh, sorry. Scene oh, with, I forgot. Right, right, right. I messed up. The poop <laughs> scene. Continue. <laughs> I'm really waiting for someone to say, is Ben pooping in that scene? Okay, continue. Forget me. My question was more about, like, the artisticness of, because, like, he goes off and poops. And yes. He's, like, her in the, the woods. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> I embarrassed myself so bad. Okay, continue. <laughs> This is captured. <laughs> uh, I was just wondering, like, uh, was there anything? Because, like, it kind of cut, like, almost to the future a little bit. Ah. Like, you know, yeah. And then... Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah. It was just, like, please speak. Totally. So, um... Oh, man. It was one of those things. I knew... I had this whole thing about, um... That, that was one of the scenes that did change a lot. Because when we shot it... I did not know what it was going to be, but I knew we had, I wanted this feeling that Elise's character was kind of clicked into something and not in a way like she's Johnny Smith in the dead zone and can see into the future, but almost like the way anybody, all of us are keyed into things. I don't know. And I feel like she's a character who's um, sort of like um, outside things or something. Like she's kind of... Um, like, so, I mean, we so we shot this scene, and the scene was just, like, Nathan goes to poop, Jess stands there, and we just had this long, I just kind of kept, that was one of the few shots that I was doing the camera work for. I was like, all right, just keep looking out. And I'm like, now do this. And I brought the camera up, brought it down. I knew I wanted a strange moment there where she was cluing into something, but I did not think to cut to the shots of Gerald until later. So that was the one thing where most people were just like, what is it supposed to be? Why is she just standing there for a while? And I wanted... So I didn't, but then, so what I like about cutting, what's interesting is that what you don't know from watching the movie is that like that, where she's looking during that whole scene is where she sees Gerald later, but not that the audience needs to know that or should know that. But I, I just, never actually did see Gerald's and the body thing. That was yes. just cut together. I was never actually. A lot of this was very body. much decided last know. minute where, so, so originally what happens in the scene in the movie too later is that, um. Uh, Lisa's character does not see Ben's character deal with the body. We shot that like Ben's walking alone. He deals with the body. He goes out. And what was going to happen is he sees her swimming when he goes down to the water to wash his hands off. And he follows her 
somewhere. That was an original idea. And I just kept thinking, like, it just makes Elisa's character is purely victimized the whole time. You know what I mean? She's just, like, the final girl doing her thing, and the guy sees her, follows her, all these things. And then on the drive over, so we shot the scene of Ben dealing with the body. We shot that in the woods behind my house, right next to where we shot the whole murder scene in Caucasoid. Oh, It's, like, right next to it. Oh, wow. Um... And so then, and we're going to the lake to do this whole Elisa, we're going to be Elisa swimming. You're going to bring your little, the boat, you had a boat we were going to use, remember that? The little kayak. And we're going to bring the camera out there and have her from the water see see Ben's character go into the water, wash his hands and everything. And then as we, on the drive over, I just knew I didn't want to do it this way. So many things, it's just like, it's like you hope at the moment something clicks about how you want to do this differently. And um, driving over there, I was just like, we should fucking force in some shots of her watching behind a tree and edit it in later to this other stuff. Because I, then I got this idea, what if she follows him? Yeah. She sees him with his body, she follows him. She's Suddenly, she becomes an extremely questionable character. <laughs> and I, what I like, it's very true to her, where it's like it's somebody that, um, almost like somebody that, like, you know, is working their dead-end job, exhausted all the time, doesn't have a life, doesn't feel connected to anything, doesn't feel... A part of anything doesn't feel like it's like that's someone that almost like um simply for a thrill wants to fuck their life up or something or get into a situation that's she feels things around her happening that she's not clued into but she's actually very clued into it i'm not it's a very abstract thing that i, I can't like quite say but i like this idea you know what i mean it's almost like say she was a johnny smith type from the dead zone um that doesn't have to be the center of the story you know what I mean? It's almost yeah. like, I like this notion. I always want to do, there's a moment in Caucasoid, no one's mentioned this, but where I kind of like the idea of, an, of hinting at a spaceship that's landing in the distance. That would be so funny. Well, you don't even, I'm looking up at, this, at the mountain and you hear these sounds and I'm freaking out and then you hear the voice and stuff. I almost like the idea where it's like, say we just have a regular human drama, but then, I mean, we live our lives. We're just human dramas. There's aliens, aren't there? Does it have to be an alien movie for that to interact with our human drama? You know what I mean? When you deal oh. with like genres interacting, you know? Um, so anyway, so I like this idea. We just hint at we hint at uh, what might be within this person. Uh, what I'm, just, I'm sorry, I gotta shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, we hint at what might be in this person, but that's not what the movie's about, so we don't go into that expositionally. But I think this character is kind of clued into something that um, is not the center of the story. You know, I don't know. God, I'll shut up. I'll yeah. shut up. This is why you need to have your own podcast. This is you. This runs like about one scene for Zero followers. <laughs> that's okay. Um, but I think that's about what wraps up us. We are, I think, out of time. It's time. Yes. We'll so, be hanging around for a second. Or, I don't yeah. know, actually. We got to go. I have a day off. <laughs> you deserve it. Dustin, thank you so much. I appreciate it a lot. Thank you, everybody, for coming out. Thank you so much. Well. Thank you guys for being here. Oh, thank you. Yeah.